Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, today, Tesla announced a voluntary recall of over 360,000 vehicles equipped with full self-driving software. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration announced that the recall uh, is increases the risk of a crash due to several bugs in the software, which Tesla will remedy with a free over-the-air update. The hmm. FSD system may allow the vehicle to act unsafe around intersections especially according to the recall. So if you're one of those people who own one of the Teslas that um, that includes the Model S and X and 3 from 2017 to 2023. So if you're one of the people that own those vehicles, make sure you go get that recall checked out. Dude. It's brutal. It's not good. I'm glad. <laughs> it's, it's just another reason why I'm glad I never bought that Tesla back I in told you, me too. January or whatever it was. I mean... Is Tesla right now like? Is everybody cool there, or are they like no. under the same sort of pressure that everybody's under on you know at Twitter? Wait, what's funny, Cappy? I was looking on one of the betting sites recently about some of the entertainment and lifestyle random prop bets that they have, and one of the top most betted on things was Tesla's stock dropping to fifty dollars or less. Wow, um, did I see? Was Elon Musk at the Super Bowl? Yes. And and yeah. who was he sitting with? Was Rupert Murdoch. Oh, with Rupert Murdoch, right. Wow. Jeez. Interesting. Well, it's a pair. Good luck, Tesla. Take a look at the Tesla stock today. I didn't look at it. Well, it had bounced up to like two something recently from like yeah, 100. So. It was uh, down down 12 bucks today at 202. Hmm. But uh, you're right. It was um, it was down. It was down down into the 120 ish range. Yeah. This was in uh, late January. And that is our CBS stock market report here on Sedano and Cab on 710 ESPN. There you go. <laughs> All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. We're not Jim Cramer around here. No, but um, I mean, there were times where that stock, I mean, I have to go back and look, but I mean, I think it was like in the eight $900 range, mm-hmm. maybe even over a thousand bucks. You know, and if you were yeah. uh, if you were trading Tesla because it was going up and up and up, now well, all of a sudden it's down eighty percent. You know whose stock I would buy down eighty percent? The Lakers right now. Yeah, you'd be buying low on the Lakers right now. That's right? for sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Wouldn't you think? Because again, I think if the problem is going to be getting in, okay, if they can get in the tournament, and again, they need fourteen wins in my estimation to make it there. If they get in. They can make some noise. Now, is it the Brock Purdy kind of noise or the Anthony Davis kind of noise? We certainly would want, I know that Anthony Davis plays with the Lakers, but I'm assuming you'd want the Brock Purdy noise, right? No. No, and here's no? why. No, 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 here's why. The Brock Purdy noise, was, it, it seemed like a good noise. It seemed like a good noise going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Ow! But we know what happened to Brock Purdy in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
So you don't want the Brock Purdy noise. You definitely don't want the Anthony Davis noise. So Ow! we're yeah. gonna fe- we're gonna have to come up with a new a noise. New noise. Yeah, no, not that either. You don't want that that whimpering sound. <laughs> Wait, please do that one again. Lindsay missed this one. I think this is a um, the sad Brady noise, and then we have the reflection. Oh noise. yeah, yeah. Because I asked you what it would it feel like for you with Brady. Noise. Yeah. <laughs> now that sec that last one maybe if you're the Lakers the reflection one yeah here, let me hear that one again uh, yeah, yeah right yeah. where it ends, that yeah. that sound sounds yeah. like hey the Lakers got out of the play got in the play in they won a game in the play in they got out of the play in lost like a won like a first round series but then lost like a second round series because they were gassed at that point and they faced a team that just was more cohesive than them. That's know, what I'm, that last sound sounds like to me. And if I had to guess how the season goes, that's how it goes. But considering where it started, that's a hell of an improvement considering where it began. Yeah, I love uh, LeBron's quotes last night. Um, he said, first of all, I shout out and I salute the guys that left. And I'm like, oh, really? You do? Because he named them by name? All I know. He, he goes, Russ, Pat, JTA, JTA DJ, and Thomas. Man, those five guys, we started the season together. We were trying to make some things happen the best we could on the floor. I salute those guys and their commitment. But then he goes on. He says, I know D'Lo is really good. He's a shifty point guard, okay? And he can, you know, he starts getting basketball. He can space the floor. You yeah. know, he's very deceiving with his quickness. Excellent pick and roll def- um, initiator, yeah. But, but then LeBron has this quote, and this is my favorite one. He mm-hmm. says, obviously, and let's face it, it's obvious to everybody, obviously, we got a laser in Malik that we just never had this season. A guy that when he's on the floor, right, yeah. no matter what, if he's making him or not, you got to respect him because of his ability. Kind of reminds yeah. me of J.R. Smith because True. he can miss 10 in a row and then make 10 in a row. See, yeah. I'm so glad you just did that, Laura. See, maybe the noise that we should be thinking about is the laser mm-hmm. because the Lakers didn't have a laser. Well, they now got they got Malik, Malik the he's laser. right. Malik Jr. is actually not a terrible comparison, to be honest with you. Although I think Jr. his is he was a better player, but I think Malik is similar. I must say that to hear LeBron James say, and this was the last thing that he said, I just love what we were able to pick up. And and as much as he went through everybody, hey, I salute those guys, and I'm naming them all by name. Right. And then he starts going into D'Angelo Russell, and he goes mm-hmm. into Malik, and then he gets into Mo Bamba and everything else. He's like, I mean. I, the fact that LeBron is finally, for now, yeah. happy. Yeah. Because let's face it, George. But but is it that hard? Was it that hard to get here? Well, it should have been here a long time ago. Yeah, but again, listen, since we're going to play revisionist history, it was his concept of Russ. I, I get it, but that was two off-seasons ago, bro. Right, and so probably about 15, 20 games into not this season but the previous season, where LeBron was like, what was I thinking? Why did right. I do this? Yeah. Not only not only from a basketball perspective do we not work together, but he's a jerk, and I can't stand him, and he's a diva, and, and he's just created all these problems in our locker room, et cetera, et cetera. Um, getting rid of Russell Westbrook and getting some guys that can shoot and getting some more length and height, and I think all of a sudden LeBron, LeBron seems happy. And if we get happy, healthy LeBron, then all of a sudden the run that we're talking about and the numbers that it's going to take to get into the playoffs or the play-in, I really feel strongly that the Lakers will get there.
They will find a way to not be sitting at home in the postseason. Yeah, I just think that they run out of gas eventually if that's the route they have to take. Like, it's going to be hard to get through all, to expend the energy they need to get in, then win, which I think they can, depending on the matchups for sure, um, and then get in the playoffs. By the time you get to the playoffs, that's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure-packed games you've played. You know, at some point, it comes back to, to bite you, you know? Yeah, but I think this, that if you get into the plan or even if you get fortunate enough to go on the kind of run and the guys in front of you kind of don't really do very much because they're not that great in front of you. You know I mean? It, it's not like you're 20 games back. I mean, you're really legitimately only a couple games behind right, everybody. But there's only 23 games left. So I got even it. though you think it's a couple, that that's still a lot to overcome. I know, but, but Oklahoma City and New Orleans, as an example, Minnesota... I, right, Min- play them. Minnesota's yeah. only thirty-one and twenty-nine. Yeah, you, you know, can catch them. You're you're four games behind those guys. You go on a nice run, and you beat everybody that's in front of you when you play them. It is conceivable that these guys could still get up there into the top six, in my opinion. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll use Lindsay's Cavs as an example. They had one. Had they had won seven in a row before they lost yesterday, right, Lindsay? Yep. So should have won they, by the way. Right, and then they they lost one game, right? On a night that Brooklyn won, so they even with a seven-game winning streak, they had only closed, um, or they had only expanded their gap by like two or three games. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the type of win streak you need to go on seven in a row. Like which doesn't, I mean, I would, I, I can't even recall the last seven-game win streak by the Lakers. How about a three-game win streak? I can't recall that either. I, I, that's what I'm saying. So like that's that's what I, that's a lot to ask. And and again. So seven is like a lot, and the Cavs did that, and they're still only two and a half up against <laughs> the team that is below them. So yeah, but you know what, a lot, George? You know, I, I don't making up ground isn't as easy as you think. No, but but if you go on a winning streak, four games, five games, seven games, whatever, um, you start to move up in the standings. And again, remember, you're playing Golden State and Dallas and Memphis and Oklahoma City and Minnesota. These are your first five games out of the all-star break mm-hmm. and those are all teams that are ahead of you so if you go mm-hmm. on that kind of a winning streak it could help that yeah. kind should of help. team it should, right. help. It, should help. it will and it when will. you say that it's too much to ask it's not and here's why because yes it's true we've not seen them go on this kind of a winning streak in the last two years but they were a team that was incredibly internally dysfunctional yeah i know and and that dysfunction leaves mm. with russ because well, yeah, the, addition the, by subtraction is a real thing. But but the guys I who can't, come I'm in, so happy that you're finally here. Yeah, but the guys who come in, listen, George, I wanted Brody to stick around because I found the whole thing to be funny. Right, but okay? eventually it stopped being funny. Well, that's right. But the guys that they've brought in, these are guys who understand their role. And by the way, they're like grateful. I'm going to use that word. They're grateful to not only play for the Lakers, but to play with LeBron and AD. Whereas mm-hmm. Russ was never grateful. He actually was like, wait a second, why are you guys the stars? I'm the mm-hmm. star. So there, therein lies the problem. Yeah. So the Lakers' longest win streak, five games, shortly after Christmas, December 30th, they beat the Hawks. They beat the Hornets on January 2nd. They beat the Heat here at home. They beat the Hawks again here at home. And then they went to Sacramento and beat Sacramento. And then they lost a bunch in a row in really tight fashion that was like probably the nail in the coffin, like really when you think about it. Uh, when they lost to Denver, Dallas, and Philadelphia all back to back to back. 
and they were all super tight games, if you recall. And that 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 set everyone off the edge, I think, pretty much. Well, I forgot about that five game winning streak. Yeah, that was it. But that's yeah, that's that's their longest winning streak of the season. There's a lot more longer losing streaks, that's for sure. There's a lot of these like four and five game losing streaks. Well, the disaster was two and ten. I mean, that that really yeah. was the big disaster. Well, of the season. And, and remember at the beginning of the season, I told you this that the there's been studies on this that in the NBA, and yes, of course, there's always a outlier like a Boston Celtics last year that started terribly and then went on to win the championship. We remember those. That's why you you think it happens more than it does because it it actually is the opposite. It doesn't happen that often, so you remember the occasional team that does it. But most indicators show Cappy that the first 20 games of an NBA season or 25 games of an NBA season is the most important determining factor in success like down the road. Because think about it this way. I'm going to mess with your mind right now. Okay, you're going to blow my mind here? Yeah, think about it this way. Go okay, the, Everyone always says, oh, you need to give it 20 games, right, to just mm-hmm. see what you've got. Mm-hmm. But the teams that have the continuity and start off well – the first 20 or 25 games, they're already ahead of the curve because everybody's still trying to figure it out. So those games in October and November that everyone says, ah, they're just games in October and November, they eventually come back to bite you in the ass. Dude, like no you, doubt. No yeah. doubt. And by the way, this is why I think that Laker fans are not just excited about what happened last night. And by the way, it was great to see the Lakers get out to a big lead early. Granted, uh, New Orleans made a comeback in the second quarter, and then the Lakers you know, outscored them in the third quarter by 10. So it was great to see them, though, even, even though they jumped out big and New Orleans battled back in, I would like to see the Lakers start games like that more often because they're too often they're so far behind, it takes yeah. so much work to get back in. Yeah. But I think that what Laker fans should be excited about is not just this year, the team is so much, the, the roster is so much different and better that the first 20 games of next year, presuming it's the starting five we saw last night, it should solve a lot of the problems in the first 20 games yeah. that should position them to be in a much better spot at this time next year. Right, if they keep these guys. If. Which I think they should, you know, I mean, obviously a lot will be determined here over the next, you know, 20-some-odd games. But, all right, coming up next, Lindsey came up with this interesting thing on the NFL quarterbacks. It's like an NFL QB index where they rank all 68 starting quarterbacks from the 2022 season. Uh, We're going to do a fun exercise with that coming up uh, in just a moment. Stick around. We're back in about two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com american gangsta hey george um i just told my daughter julia 
Yeah. That you, uh, Uncle Georgie, bought her this uh, composting device. The Lomi? You know what she told me to tell you? What's that? Tell him he's the goat. I'm the goat. I thought it was supposed to be a surprise. Well, I uh, I don't know. I mean, I just told her. <laughs> he was he ruined it. He was like, it would have been so much more fun if she like went to open it and you like recorded it or something. Yeah, just to see what she would that do. is cute. Well, she said that you're the goat, George. That's what she well, said. Thank you. I appreciate being a goat. I'm surprised she didn't say something like "Tell him he's an icon" or something like that. You know, she's always got all these little. I mean, words goat's that she good uses. too. Not no, goat's a really goat, good, George. Yeah. It's the the goat because no, if you're the goat, a goat, yeah. that's that's yeah. like the bad thing. You know? The goat, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're a goat, you're just like one of many goats. But in this yeah. case, you're apparently, according to her, you're the goat. Thanks. Yeah, it's nice. Thank you, Julia. I appreciate that. What a guy. Um, yeah, I don't know when that thing's getting there, though. I should probably check. I don't know, man, but uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. No, you're not. Can't you tell? Yeah. You're <laughs> excited because your daughter's going to leave you alone. No, I'm excited because I didn't have to buy it. Exactly. Right, well, that, yeah, yeah, I mean, that right. too. But I mean, yeah, but hey, again, King. hence leaving you alone. Hey, I, King. I bet you're going to be real excited when she starts making you comply to using the Lomi. Well, but the Lomi is a lot easier to use than and a lot less gross than what you were talking about yesterday. Yeah, so right I will now. Give, I will give my wife, I gave my wife a lot of grief about the Lomi at first because I'm like, mm-hmm. what is this thing? Like, I don't even know what it does. I didn't know what it was. Honestly, I thought when I first saw it, I thought it was just like another cooking thing. Yeah, like, that looks like a crock pot. Right. So I thought that's what it was. And then eventually I asked her, I'm like, really? And then I, I, I would I joke around. This. What's that? I have to Google this. You got to Google a Lomi? I have, have never seen a Lomi. Yeah. So L-O-M-I. But I uh, I gave I used to make a lot of jokes about it, like just constantly. And she, <laughs> she eventually was just oh, like, snap. Ex- oh, she snap. Explained, explained what it does to me. So she likes to also garden, though, my wife. So it creates soil. It takes the compost and makes it into soil. Yeah, so I think we're planning you. on. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think once we start making soil, then we're going to start growing weed. <laughs> okay, well, you can do that too. Whatever it is you want to do, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, it'll help you in that regard. Yeah, we'll have to, it'll we'll be have worth to get it. on it. Yeah, and then we'll yeah. repay you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, Lindsay, tell me about this quarterback index you found today. So, um, this is a NFL Network writer, Mark Sessler, who. Full disclosure, I used to work with uh, Mark Sessler on the Around the NFL podcast. Full disclosure. Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing you gave us the full disclosure but there. I, mean, I, didn't know that, <laughs> I didn't know that he wrote this when I saw this because it's an, a very ridiculous list. So it's it's the ridiculous. NFL quarterback index ranking all 68 starting quarterbacks from... The Any dude that took a snap this yep. year as a starter. Yeah, I can't believe 68 guys started. Yeah, wow. That's a lot. Um, so like the first three... I think they're they're like, you know, the order of them is some maybe, you know, could be up for debate. Number one being Patrick Mahomes, two, Jalen Hurts, and three, Joe Burrow, four, Josh Allen. I think we could probably agree with those, right? I have no yeah. issue with that so far. Uh, yeah. Five is Justin Herbert. Cappy probably doesn't like that, but it's also mm, probably accurate. No, but I mean, nah, I mean the, st- the, stats, the stats tell the story. Here's where it gets interesting. Number six, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not mad at that. Okay. I think Trevor Lawrence, dude, Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be like the next Andrew Luck, okay? And then he got saddled with Urban Meyer, for God's sake, right? which ruined his whole rookie season. Mm-hmm. This was his rookie season this year. Yep. And what we saw the last nine games was freaking incredible. Guy <laughs> so, had 30 touchdown passes this year compared to 13 interceptions. I know this stuff right off the top of my head. And um, yeah, look, he's only like, a second-year player. But what's crazy- and really a rookie. Is last year in his rankings, Trevor Lawrence was 32. Yeah. Um, and just like, you know, Sedano just said, it, it said he, it's a wonder he wasn't ruined 
by Urban Meyer. Right. Do you know how hard it, like, man, like, nah, do you know do you, how hard it is? How bad of a head coach Urban Meyer must have been as an NFL coach? Yeah. But, how much but, those dudes must have hated him? Right. That, but you don't, you don't ruin a guy like that. Not with his pedigree. Not with where he comes from. Not, not. The yeah, but look at Archie pick. Manning, bro. What about Archie Manning? I'm just saying, like, Archie Manning was basically Trevor Lawrence. Like, he was a stud, and he played for the worst franchise in the sport for a decade almost, and it didn't ruin him per se, but it certainly didn't help his cause at being one of the better quarterbacks of his era. Case in point, like, think about if, for example, the year that um, Patrick Mahomes was drafted, Mm -hmm. I think the Browns, I forget who they got that year. It was like, you know, it wasn't the Miles Garrett draft, but anyway, uh, they could have had Patrick Mahomes. Now, if they drafted Patrick Mahomes that year, would Patrick Mahomes be the same guy like that he was this year? No, because no, he not. Andy Reid. You needed right. Andy Reid. Right. Yeah. So I think that has a lot to do with it. I think it can ruin a guy like that. Right, yeah. but what I'm saying to you is that it didn't, and I don't think it was going well, to. Well, because it was only one year. It was right. only one year. And that's just it. That's right. right. I mean, if, if yeah. Urban Meyer was still there, right. then, maybe then he'd we'd be, be in talking trouble. About it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so moving down to the next one, number seven. Yeah. Look at Fisher and Goff, too. That's a good combination well, well, about that, too. Like, that didn't work out so great. Here know? here we go with this. Number seven, Tua. I don't know if you guys have much to say about that. I feel Tua's like numbers were Tua. incredible until he couldn't play. Right. Well, and that's the hard That's the hard thing to you know, right. believe that he's th- this this high considering, you know, how much time he missed. But okay, all right. Number eight, Jared Goff. Yeah, I'm so Jared happy Goff for had Jared a good Goff. season. He, I am so well, happy for Jared Goff. He had a good season. He was ridiculed everywhere in L.A., and he was a young player, and Sean McVay didn't trust him, and he's in a good system now. Right, and, he still stinks on the road, though, let's be real. Um, you know what? I hadn't really broken down the road stats versus the home yeah, stats. Yeah, I mean, they were terrible on the road this year. But my question here with this whole Jared Goff thing is, like, people are praising him for being an actually good quarterback, but wasn't, like, the narrative before he was traded that, oh, Jared Goff stinks. Like, man, even Sean McVay yeah. made him look no, good. No, that's what Cappy was saying. Yeah. Jared Goff, look, he was just never trusted. He, you had a young head coach, and you had a young quarterback, and the coach is a control guy. And, and Goff is not like a he, – he just hadn't earned the trust yet. Stafford had earned the trust in his career. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, keep so, going. Okay. Let's hear the rest of this yeah. list. What's the nine, re- we don't have to go through I'll do, all. I'll obviously. do like the top yeah. like fifteen, and then a couple others that stick out to me. Right. Okay, yeah. So okay, number nine is Geno Smith. Number ten is Tom Brady. I feel like well, Tom right. Brady's kind of high there, but uh. yeah. Well, you 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 think so, but I mean, Geno Smith is, was is, ahead of him. Yeah, but this is Geno Smith but, had a great season. I know, but that's my point. Yeah, but so what? I mean, two is ahead of him too, and Tom Brady played in every game, and Tua did not. Tom, this was my point to you guys. Tom Brady, if he wanted to. He could still play. He's still a top 10 quarterback. Mm. Mm. I think those days are over. No, I'm just telling you what he'd the numbers put up here number, I think he'd be, um, as, uh, as Mike Francesa in New York used to always say about certain guys, he'd be a compiler. It would be interesting stage. to see Compila. if Brady played another year, like now that like this whole tumultuous personal life situation is, seems to be like at least somewhat behind him. Like he's he's starting to move on from that. It'd be interesting to see if like he could come back and and you know be better than he was last year because that nah, he's an underwear model now. He's fine. That's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next. All right. What, who are the next number group of guys? eleven? Is Dak Prescott? Twelve is Lamar Jackson, and thirteen is Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, Lamar because he didn't play, but yeah, I mean he's definitely not a top twelve. I mean, he's higher than that. He's better than that. Well, so. he is when he plays. Right. He didn't put up the kind of numbers this year. Yeah. And, well, they and, also, I mean, that team, they never do him any favors. Do you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers not getting receivers drafted for him? Can somebody get one for Lamar, please? 
Yeah. Yeah, well, I wonder what's going to happen in that situation. You know, like, I, I wonder if they're, because there has been some rumor that they'll they'll um, sign him, like they'll uh, franchise tag him and then trade him. And and there's been talk about m- maybe the Jets trying to get Lamar Jackson. The Jets need to be on everybody. Well, they need the a quarterback need a quarter, every yeah. year. Yeah. They always yeah. need a quarterback. Kind of the problem. I mean, More geez. than the Browns. All right, so 14, 15, and 16, we've got Aaron Rodgers. Then, this one is a shocker, number 15, Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. And then Brock Kyler Purdy. Purdy good. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good year, obviously. What's next? That's it? Uh, I mean, that's just like the, the big ones, I think. Like yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo was number 20. I feel like Jimmy that, G. that's interesting. Matthew Jimmy Stafford G could be a Raiders 22. QB. If how about, Aaron Rodgers is not, Jimmy G could be the Raiders QB. How about Jacoby Brissett, your quarterback? Uh, number Jacob, 21. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he could be a little bit higher than that, you know? Mm. Uh, he, hey, by the way, Sounds we were talking right. earlier today. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers versus Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers is top. What, what, what number was Aaron Rodgers? Uh, 14. Okay, and uh, Derek Carr, 21. Yep. 23, yeah. rather. 23 Excuse me. and Matthew Stafford, 22, so he's just a notch behind Matthew Stafford. There you go. I feel like Stafford's kind of high at 22. Well, this year, yeah. But I think Derek, uh, Matthew Stafford can be could still be an elite quarterback if you protect him. So, and he's my guy Kenny Pickett here at number twenty five. Kenny yeah. Pickett fan. I thought your guy would be Derek Carr. I was waiting for the Derek Carr no. Elvis thing. Again. No, 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 nope. Oh. Just uh, Kenny Pickett's my guy. Where do you oh, okay. think uh, Baker landed on that list? If you had to guess, probably like thirty seventh. Oh, you were close. He was thirty nine. Okay. How about Russell Wilson at thirty? Yeah, he was stinky last year. There's no question about that. I did a game between them and the Texans on ESPN Radio this year. That was the cure for insomnia. <laughs> I mean, see here. Uh, Carson Wentz, 36. That yeah. cracks me up. Yeah. All right, uh, we're done with the list. Now Sam that we're getting the, Car- the Carson Wentz territory, yeah. that's we've done too much. Getting into Colt McCoy now. I just yeah, no, no, we're it good. Was an, we're it good. was an interesting list, especially like numbers like 5 through 12. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Cooper up- Rush should be higher. Okay. All right, thanks, Cappy. All right, coming up next, <laughs> big deal or no deal, including some more football in there, I believe, as well. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away. So I was doing some uh, research on the halftime show situation because I kept seeing all the stuff about Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. She's blowing up. And it turns out that she's experienced a huge surge in streams right. of her music on mm-hmm. Spotify and all the streaming podcasts since her Super Bowl halftime show. Right. Mm-hmm. Overall, her streams on the platform spiked more than 640%. Mm-hmm. And a couple of like the highlights are bleep, better have my money. We're going to yeah. call it that. The plays increased by more than 2,600%. That's mm-hmm. crazy. 
Diamonds well, that's an old up, song. Yeah, yeah. Diamonds was up more than 1,400%, and Rude Boy and We Found Love rocketed up by about 1,200% each. Right. She also experienced a big uptick in streams on other platforms. Her concurrent listeners on Apple Music rose by 350% worldwide. Is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Big deal. Yeah, that's why you do it, right? You do it for the large audience. Uh, she's got the makeup line, too. I've read stories about that. Um, I would imagine we'll have an increase in sales. And it's her own line. So, yeah, like all that stuff is the Makeup and skincare and clothing line. Correct. There's She's that. The boss. Yes, as well. It is mm-hmm. a huge deal. And by the way, this is why when people say it's wrong that the performers don't get paid for the Super Bowl halftime, no. What the NFL provides the performer, and by the way, if the performer doesn't want to do it, then don't do it. But what the NFL provides the performer is this monster platform of 100 plus million people watching. And exactly what you're talking about, Rihanna's spike and the spike in her sales of her. Um, of her makeup, she makes her money outside of her 13-minute performance. And by the way, if they said to her, hey, Rihanna, you pay us $10 million to perform at the Super Bowl halftime, she'd still make $90 million. I mean, I know people complain, why don't they get paid? Well, they, they agree to do it. That, right, because you do it for this. Makes I, all the sense in the world. Shout out to her little uh, homage getting her product placement in there. That part where she mm-hmm. flipped up her compact in the Very middle smart. of like, song Very transition. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was a good move. That was a yep. good move right there. All right, next one. Patrick Mahomes has a, well, let's call it a an interesting superstition. Coming off his second Super Bowl title and second Super Bowl MVP, Mahomes had one of his quirks revealed. Mahomes' former backup quarterback, Chad Henney, who he announced his retirement like the day after they won the Super Bowl, he shared the detail in an appearance on the Adam Schefter podcast. He has to have a certain thing each and every day he comes in, he does his work, his notes are written out a certain way. Um, the same pair of underwear, which probably not a lot of people know on game day. He's been wearing it since uh, uh, I've been a part of it. Uh, and I've, I've never said this, so this will definitely be a light and be like, what the hell, you're checking my underwear out? But there's there's things that I've seen that nobody else has seen so I'll call it like uh, interesting, <laughs> funny, whatever deal. And I want to ask you guys, are you superstitious at all? And if so, tell us about one. Uh, I'm not super superstitious, but I do have a funny underwear thing that super like. Super superstitious? Yeah, exactly. Um, say that three times fast. But the, uh, like if I have a blue suit on that day, there's a good chance I have blue underwear on too. Or <laughs> like a gray suit, gray underwear, black suit, black underwear, right? So you match so. your panties <laughs> to your suit. Yeah. Guys don't wear panties, Cappy. Now, it it isn't 100% guaranteed, but because I have multiple of each color, there's a possibility. But that's, that's, you know, I like to match. You know that by sharing that detail that now, the next time, like, you and Cappy... Everyone looks, they're going to be going, oh, he's wearing this color underwear. Or that next time you and Cappy... I don't have purple underwear, though, and I have a lot of purplish kind of jackets, so... Cappy, you better buy it for him. He's going to ask you, though. You know the next time you see each other... Yeah, I I bought you a Lomi for several hundred dollars. You can buy me a pack of, like, Hanes. For that are okay. purple. purple get you some nice Hanes or some uh, <laughs> nice Fruit of the Looms, maybe. You know? Um, I don't, I'm not an overly superstitious person, but I will say this. When I was in college and I was playing football, every single game, for me, one thing I always, always did is I always used new socks for every game. Now, that may sound weird because people are like, what do you mean new socks? Who cares? They would, the equipment people would put your stuff in your locker 
And I would always go to the equipment people and I'd say, no, I need brand new socks. I need a brand new pair. I don't know why I did it, but I just felt like I needed like brand new, never walked in, never kicked in, never played in socks. So brand new socks every game. What'd you do with the old ones? I just give them back to the equipment guy, you know? What would he do with them then? It's not like he wants used socks, right? No, you recycle them. Yeah, it's what, you know, they just throw them in, they wash them, and then they distribute them. Just, you know, just seems like a waste of socks. Well, I just I was the only person that needed brand new socks like that. Okay, it was my weird little thing, you know. Hmm. Okay. All right, what's next? So the XFL makes its much highly anticipated return on Saturday. Can't wait. With Commissioner really? Dwayne yeah, The Rock why. Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, he's the owner of the league. And so now it's returning from a three-year hiatus. Of course, like I said, The Rock owns it. I know Cappy's a big fan of it because of that. So for you, is the XFL a big deal or no deal? Me? Yes, for you, Sedano. I mean, not really. Um, It's going to do big numbers the first week or two, just like the USFL will do big numbers for the first week or two. And then we'll start to see the numbers decline. Um, I, I actually think, here's my... Well, Cappy, answer first, and I'm going to give you my idea for an alternative football league. I think it's better than this versions that they have at the moment. So I'm a huge Dwayne Johnson fan, and I love that The Rock you know, played college football and had this dream of playing in the NFL. And um, by not realizing that dream, that was the greatest thing that ever happened in his life because obviously we know what happens. He goes on to become a great wrestler, and now there's not a movie or a TV show that's produced on planet Earth that he's not a part of. But the fact that he's so passionate about football and he wants to bring this back, I love it. So, George, right now, I am wearing my Vegas Vipers gear. Mm -hmm. I got a whole bunch of Vegas Vipers merch, and my Vegas Vipers are playing against the Arlington Renegades in the kickoff game. On ESPN, yeah. On ABC. Oh, ABC, sorry, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, games on ABC, ESPN, FX, I'm not saying that it's going to compete with the NFL hardly, but if you're a football junkie like I am, and it's a Saturday or a Sunday, and football's on, I will watch. So here's the thing. Here's what I think should happen with these leagues. And whichever one does it, I think, will be the one that will reap the benefit the most. Uh, Obviously, the most important thing would be, which I don't know if it will ever happen, uh, but in this perfect scenario where I can make it happen, I would want this to happen, there needs to be a true minor league system for the NFL, like a true feeder system in that scenario, where that way fans can kind of keep track on the players on their minor league team. I think that would certainly boost either of these products or any of these products that are these alternative football leagues. But again, you'd have to have the NFL buy-in, so that's a lot more challenging. But to me, immediate interest, because we've seen how people are diehard with baseball minor leagues. Uh, We see even now in the G League, I think it's become more prevalent in that scenario. Um, And hockey fans would say the same in that regard. So I think it would be smart on the NFL's behalf to do that. But... The more important thing, the thing I certainly could control because you can't control the NFL, Cappy, is the schedule. I would actually play during the NFL season on like a Tuesday. And that would be the day that I'm playing. All my games are being played on Tuesday because really you're only going up against Maction um, in college football. That would be my strategy during the actual football season when people are just craving more football because we literally want it injected into our veins. Yeah, it's not a terrible idea. Not a terrible concept at all. I obviously you know why they choose to play in the you know considered the NFL offseason um and it's like okay so the Super Bowl ended everybody's now going to Jones for football 
and let's give them football. I actually think that when football season ends, like a lot of us are like, okay, good. I just gave myself like 20 weeks of right. Sundays dedicated yeah. to football. I'm ready to get my life back together. Correct. So I don't think that's a terrible concept to play during the NFL season. Hmm. All right. Look at Vegas that. Viper fan here. Yeah, I see that. By Anybody way, want to take a team? Anybody want to become a St. Louis Battlehawk fan or a? No, if I was, no, I'm good. If I was going to pick one, I would have picked the Vegas Vipers because I I like going to Vegas and I like the name the Vipers. So, like Cleveland doesn't have a team. So, how about the Orlando oh, Guardians? I mean, there's yeah. like the same name Orlando as your baseball Guardians. team. No, nobody. It, don't we root for Is there Orlando? anything near Southern California? Um, or is it just Vegas? Closest, right? Vegas, yeah, and then yeah. Seattle. Yeah. yeah, Vegas is the yeah. team. That's the XFL team we're rooting for. Yeah. Can you bet on them? Can you bet on the XFL? Probably of course not. you could. You can we bet on anything. Oh, okay, cool. Let's go, Vipers. Um, I, do you have one more, Lindsay? I do, I do. So yeah. McDonald's just released its newest celebrity meal collaboration with Cardi B and Offset. It costs $20.39, and it includes both celebrities' favorite McDonald's menu items. Cardi B's favorite favorites include a cheeseburger, barbecue sauce, and a large Coke, and Offset's is a quarter pounder with cheese, a large high C orange, as his go-tos. And the meal also includes a large fry and an apple pie to share. These celebrity, like, collaboration, whatever, meal things are becoming more and more popular with the fast food marketing situation. So it's kind of a big deal, I think. If you could create a fast food couple meal for you and your significant other, partner, lady, whatever, what would it be? Oh, easy. Jersey Mike's. We... Mateo loves Jersey Mike's. Aria, who's as picky an eater as there is, loves Jersey Mike's. Everyone in this house loves Jersey Mike's. As a matter of fact, we had Jersey Mike's today for lunch. We probably have Jersey Mike's for lunch multiple times a week. What'd so it would be easily Jersey Mike's. What'd you get? You get a number seven? I get a number eight. I like a little bacon. What is it? Oh, really? What is a number eight? The What's club sub is number eight. Okay. Yeah. What do you get? Yeah. You get a regular? You get But a... I get club sub, no onions, no mm-hmm. tomatoes, you mm-hmm. get, you know, because of the heartburn. Yeah. Um, no onions, tomatoes, no red vinaigrette, but keep mm-hmm. everything else. And give me some yellow mustard in there, too. Oh, see, I just want it Mike's way. And I just want, and, and even if, not only do I want it Mike's way, I want it like with a little jalapeno on there. Now, do you scoop the bread or do you go full bread? No, I get like a mini. So, you know, I just. You get a get, mini? Get, yeah, get the regular, get the bread. You get a mini. <laughs> yeah, it's only like 600 calories. You don't get the, 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 the regular. I mean, I, I have occasionally, but then I'm like full and feel gross for like forever. Have you ever like, had the giant? No, I would never. That is not oh consumable by one human being, is it? Okay, yeah, I let would me never. tell you something. Um, more often than not, I am a giant type of... This is You're why I'm, Well, and then you wonder why you had to shake the pounds. In right. one sitting? Oh, yeah, and I'll tell you something. Jersey Mike's, you get like a cheesesteak, a giant cheesesteak. Oh, my God, so good. Yeah, but that's the thing. So it would be Jersey Mike's for me, and it would be, you know, I don't know. Mateo likes the ham and provolone with... So you're telling me that you, know. you get a cheeseburger, a quarter pounder with cheese, a high an apple C pie, fries. a yeah. fry, yeah, a high C, and what was the other drink? Diet Coke. And that's yeah. $20 and change? Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. basically like two meals... I mean, two, clearly this stuff is working. Yeah, like two, oh, two meals, and then yeah. and they put them in like the cool box and stuff. Like it has like their, you know, like it's like an adult happy yeah. meal. Like yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we talked about this one time, right? Dude, it's a yeah. brilliant piece of marketing because when you've got a monster following, like I assume Cardi B must have. Oh yeah, yeah. they both do. That Offset. Yeah. yeah, I figure you know all they do is they. You're put not out familiar a, with Offset's catalog. That's fine. Yeah, I mean Offset. I was like, uh, yeah, is he? Are they what about together? Dipset? No, Diplo. 
No, yes, different person, <laughs> Diplo and Dipset. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, bottom line is, I mean, this is a genius move by McDonald's. Yeah. So, yeah. Cappy, what would your um, your like? Oh yeah, what would it be? You're in Rachel's meal. What would it be? I I would say we probably would be In and Out people, even though Jersey Mike's I do love, I do love it, but I could see us being like In and Out people where I get I like a, a three by three, you know? Yeah, I haven't had In and Out in forever. Yeah, Only I haven't because had it in a while just, myself. I, I, I don't have the time to sit there and wait forever. Oh, dude, the lines are crazy. Yeah. And I then just you don't see, have but, the time. but the offset now in my deal is I'm going to use that, that term oh. offset. I was going to say, yeah. what do you mean by that? So I'm going to yeah. have a I'm going to have a three by three kind of a deal for me. Right. And then yeah. she would probably have like a, a single cheeseburger, animal style, protein right. style. Right. So now you got the Lettuce. guy burger and the yeah. girl burger, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that is Big Deal or No Deal, Cappy. There Each it is. and every day at about 6.30. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, the latest on Russell Westbrook and then Dealer's Choice before we let you go for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stick around. We are back in two minutes. I want to say when I did the morning show with Keyshawn and LZ, which, which feels like 17 lifetimes ago, somebody got into it on Twitter with Lupe Fiasco, and it wasn't me. <laughs> I don't remember if it was LZ or Key, but... None of you were on those shows. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I wish Christopher was in the room today because he would he might remember that. I can text nah. Briones. No, nah, he's too busy. He's out at, at the Riv, man. He's out there for the Genesis. Nah, it's okay, he's out there though. for Tiger Woods, him. you know? Because I don't even think... I think it was even pre-Briones, to be honest with you. But... Um, Damn, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like six, seven years ago. Somebody got into it on Twitter with Lupe Fiasco. It was so random. Um, I don't remember exactly why that happened, but I, I just, for whatever reason, that sticks out in my head, you know? So, um, Cappy, happy birthday, early birthday tomorrow. You oh, got to love me. Yeah, I do. I'm really excited about it. And you're the goat for getting me one. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. birthday. Big. What are you guys going to do? Um, you took off you on your be? birthday because you know you make fun of people who do that, but you did that. You oh, did let take me, your birthday off. Yeah, let me be. So did I. Something. I took your birthday off too. Yeah. Let, let me let me say something. I, He's and celebrating I need to, with you. I need to acknowledge this. Okay, I have always been one of these people that when somebody takes their birthday off from work, I'm like, "You're what?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's my birthday. I'm taking the day off of work." I'm like, "But why?" And they're like, "Because it's my birthday." And I'm like, "So what? Who cares? What are you like? Twelve years old?" And it turns out that my birthday falls on a Friday before a holiday weekend because Monday mm-hmm. there's actually a holiday. Yeah. And, um, and so I'm taking off my birthday. In other words, yeah. hypocrite, raising my hand. I've criticized anybody who has ever taken their birthday off from work. I've, I've ridiculed you. I've insulted you. I've judged you. And now I've joined you. So let me ask you a question. I, I mean, the only the only question I have is like I don't care if you take your birthday off. I don't. Know, it doesn't make a difference to me. Why did you care so much to ridicule these people? It's kind of like people who wear jerseys to work. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, what what are you doing here? Really, I you're mean, wearing a jersey to work? Really? Yeah, it's not very professional, but I've done it. I mean, I've worn we my Kobe in, jersey. We, we work, work in sports, sports so it's oh, a little thanks. different. Yeah, right. But I, I I'm sure I don't have a problem with it if it's every once in a while. You know, I'm just not a Jersey person. So me that's neither. me. Yeah. So. But but here's the thing. So um, I don't know why people take their birthday off from work, like why they think, hey, it's Wednesday and today's my birthday and I have to take it off work. So I, I, I acknowledge that I have been critical of a decision like that. And yet here I am now doing the exact same thing. So, yeah. I mean, right. I, I am I am doing that, you know, that's nice. 
And then, you know, we're going we're gonna to head out of town here for a couple of days. You know, we're going to oh, go that's, that's nice. chill. Because i got to tell you something, George. What? I'm chronically cold. Well, because I'm, you don't put the heat in your house. I, you know what? Last night, I turned the heat on because it was 59 degrees in the house. Mm-hmm. And I, I turned mean, on the heat. insane, dude. Dude, insane. I mean, honestly. What's they were like, wrong with you? There were icicles you coming out of my child. nose. You have a child. Do you need to call child, cost, you know, whatever, protective services? Child protective services? services? Yeah, you I probably mean, should. Yeah. Um, so look, I turned the heat on, and I thought to myself, I'm going to turn the heat on and just get the chill out, you know? Yeah. And then I fell asleep. Oh, boy. And then in the middle of the night, I woke up sweating. Like, yeah. what the hell, man? It's like, a, it's like a sauna in here. Yeah. And that was because the heat was still on. And what how what was it on at that point? What it was uh, sixty six degrees in the house at that point. Oh, but that's actually nice. It was it was kind of nice, but right. Was, but the problem is, it had gone up seven degrees. Yeah, <laughs> which is a lot. So I got up in the house, you know, and yeah. uh, it was middle of the night, probably like three o'clock in the morning. Right. And now I got to make a decision. Do I go am to I, sleep or do I get up? Well, right. Like, am I, I going to get up and go to the thermostat and turn this thing off, or am I not? Yeah. And I had to. I had to just go turn it off. You know. Right. Okay. But that means I got to get up, and I'm naked, as uh-huh. you know. Yes. You well know. You know yes. I'm naked. I mean, not well, but I know. I mean, now I got to go to the thermostat and turn it off, right. and then I got to get back into bed, and within like five minutes, I'm freezing again. Right. So it's an ongoing issue I'm having here. Well, maybe put some clothes on? I've thought about that. Yeah. I've given that some consideration. But, I mean, that, you know, I, I will have your back on that, answer. Cappy, because I... I, I'm similar, like, I'm, I'm always, like, uncomfortable when I'm sleeping, like, it's too hot or it's too cold, whatever, and the more clothes you have, the more, like, the more difficult it is to regulate that, because if you have too many clothes on, and then you get hot and you sweat, then it, you sweat, and then the sweat gets cold, because it's sticking right. to you, and it's just a, but, it's a disaster. But but I just feel like, at the very least, like, some underwear and a t-shirt, like, is, is should be, like, normal, and then, you know, maybe if it's really cold, and you want to... You don't want to run the heat, then you throw on like I don't know, like a like some sweatpants on or something. But I, I feel like you should definitely wear underwear to bed because that's gonna yes, that's like naked. gross. Because yeah. if you don't change your sheets like every other day, then then yeah. that's gross. You're gonna change my sheets every week. Dog with you yeah, too. and you're gonna have like butt sweat in your sheets you and gross. stuff. Yeah, like, I, I change my I change my sheets every Monday. Well, that's if you sleep naked, I don't think it's enough. That, yeah, I agree yeah, with you her. You probably should yep, go yep. one more day. Come yeah. on, you should get do every other here. day. If Come you, on. Yeah, I'm not going to no. change my you sheets every your, other your day. You're sweaty stuff all over your sheets. Oh, that's nasty. It's, that's like not changing yeah. your underwear. You're sleeping well, yeah. in your in your underwear. So, do you guys Filth. think it's gross that you know I sleep with a pillow between my legs? Oh, that's even worse. You don't change your pillows. I change it on Monday. Do you put your head on that pillowcase? Yeah, sometimes. Like if I take the pillow between my legs and I put it behind my head. Yeah, what's the big deal? It's my gross. Yeah, but what about Rachel? Does she? I mean, she obviously knows this and doesn't care. Um, I mean, she knows the sheets are cleaned every Monday. Ew. Mm. Come on, how often do you guys change your sheets? Every week, but we're not sleeping naked. Yeah, nobody here sleeps naked. No, no. you know what? I would say that at least twice, two or three times a week, I sleep on top of my sheets with just a blanket because, you know, climate control. What is climate control? Like mean? if I if I'm like laying if I'm like too hot or I'm too cold whatever instead no. of getting under my sheets I just lay on top of them and I just have like a little small blanket. Oh, I get you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Kathy, that's gross. Like you have to definitely. I would even go like sometimes every day depending on how much you're sweating. Yeah, in the summertime. Yeah, Ooh. that's disgusting. Right. Because you have I, AC. Wait, Kathy, what? Do you, do you have air conditioning? Yeah. Uh, no, no air conditioning. 
See, okay. that's, yeah, nasty. that's nasty. No. Mm. Like, I'm very OCD when it comes to cleaning in my apartment. So mm. I do my, I clean my sheets every other day. Like, I you just, I, yeah, I'm just weird like that. And then, like, when the booze over, it's like every day, right? Like, it's just. Because why? Because there's stuff going on there? No, because he sweats a lot. Like, oh, he, he's he, a sweater. Yes. The so booze is a sweater. So, you know, but I'm like, I, I just, I can't. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, once a week. And I'm like, yeah, no. That's yeah, normal for people, but it's like I feel like no. once a week is is good. Like that's that's yeah. Once a week is is okay. Is average, especially if you're if you're in clothes, that's fine. But you yeah. know what I mean. Like if you're to everyone's point, when you're naked and your bodily stuff stuff is happening, right? You know. Yeah, Cappy. I know, but what if I what if I told you guys that I. Uh, you know, I'm I'm properly clean before I get into bed. You know, I know, I, but I, you're still gonna sweat and you're gonna yeah. fart and all that stuff's uh, yep. gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I, you shed yeah. skin and all this other. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. how much skin that like comes off of your yeah. body. No, I you don't. Probably I probably have, no have idea. like bed bugs now. Oh. No, I don't have any bed bugs. <laughs> oh, happy. I don't have any bed bugs. <laughs> Not that I know of, anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although, what do are these have, little bites all over wait, my legs? Do you at least oh, no. have like the protective like bed bug uh, case you put for some your Febreze on there at least or something? I don't know, bro. Dude, I'm a simple guy. You know, I just I, I get into the bed, I sleep in the bed, I turn on the computer, I, I go on the internet. I'm a very simple guy. I don't need to, all these complexities in my life. You know. Well, you're about to get a Lomi, so good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, that, I am that looking forward is, to that. That thing is a little more complex than you think. It's not just putting the compost in there and pressing go. You got to like, there's like a little like. Uh, pellet you have to put in there and there's a certain amount of water you have to put in there it's a little bit of a science experiment so okay i didn't know that yeah well it's not that hard actually yeah maybe i'll just return it yeah good luck (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so we're gonna uh we're gonna do a little birthday weekend you know okay there you go look at you're celebrating a birthday weekend yep who you would have ridiculed Right. I've ridiculed people for taking the day off from work, and now I'm taking the day off work. I'm, I've got a very early morning travel, and then... Uh, What's it, early? Uh, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. like you're on a flight? Yes, or sir. in a car? Yes, sir. On a flight. On a flight at 7. Big old jet airliner. Wow. So that means you're up definitely early. Oh, yeah. Uber, 5 a.m. Oof. Yeah. How far are you from the airport? Uh, 25, 30 minutes. Okay, so 25, you're getting an Uber to the airport, mm-hmm. and then do you have, like, TSA pre-check? I do. And do you have clear? I don't. Okay. But international flight. Okay. Oh, international. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it changes the mm-hmm. dynamic. Okay. Where are you going, Cap? Come on. Come on, I can't tell you that. Yes, you He's can. He's going to Mexico. Come on. Oh, no. Remember Man, last time you went to don't Mexico? Don't get, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't, don't worry be about it. With that don't stuff. worry about it. I'm not taking anything with me to Mexico. Yeah. I am. I am not, I, there's nobody. And by the way. Um, even if I wanted to take stuff with me, um, I feel like I could get it there, but I feel like when I get there, that's where they might find it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got friends down there with stuff. Friends. Okay. Well, enjoy that. <laughs> Oy vey. Enjoy that. Well, Rachel said birthday. that you really need a break. So Well, and how one. old are you again, you said? 32. Lies. What? 36 lies this is why we know you lie 41 years lie. old lie 45 lie nope 48 lie no 50 lie no 53 that sounds yeah, more that right that sounds right young man very young you look good for 53 cap hey hey all right we're done here cappy right, happy birthday go. thanks great job Lindsay and laura uh you guys have a great weekend somebody will be in for us tomorrow see ya <laughs> <laughs>